Please rise for Her Majesty, the Queen, the first of her name, as there are no others before her or after, the one and only Queen of the Snakes, the, of the House of Slytherin, of the Regal Wiggles, Wriggling Snakes, of the Horned Witchy Serpent, Sorceress Supreme Sandwich Queen Amy Hello, everyone. Huzzah, and welcome to Ye Old Podcast uh, that you are listening to on Ye Old Speaking Rock. Speaking Rock. <laughs> That's what I think, like a summoning stone or something. I don't know. The yodeler in the street. <laughs> oh, yodelers. Today we are talking about. I can't roll my R's. Renaissance Fairs. Well, you should be able to do the French thing, right? The Renaissance. <laughs> the throat. The. <sighs> anyway. Sorry, uh, some of us just are talented. And some of us are half of a podcast group. <laughs> so we went to a Renaissance fair recently, didn't we? We did. We went just this past weekend. Wow. During the weekend in which we actually did. Get a podcast up, despite all of it. Yes. Part of the podcast hindrance was research for this podcast. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I'm sure... It, so I know this Renaissance Fair travels around, but I don't know exactly where it goes or if it's national or international or whatever, but it's the original Renaissance Pleasure Fair. Yes. Is, is the full title. Which, if it did not have pictures showing Renaissance things, <laughs> I would question if it was about something else. You would think it was an adult convention. Uh, I will say, the first time I drove through Glendale and saw the giant billboard for the Renaissance Pleasure Fair with the man with what was pretty much like the classic horned mustache and goatee in his garb, I was a little questionable of still whether or not this was actually a renaissance fair or just well, a themed uh, adult a th convention indeed um but it is indeed a renaissance fair have you been to one before going to one here yes uh i went to them in florida i went to a couple uh they were not as i don't remember having as much fun at them in florida though i think that might have been the heat and the that was mean to say and I'm not going to say it alright <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if it was as like elaborate my experiences were just as elaborate if not more so uh, in North Carolina which is surprising well, I, don't know, I don't know surprising isn't the word but I don't know I, it, I knew what I was getting into when we went and when we went last year, when someone surprised me with a ticket. 
I did. I was like, Casey, get in my car. And I was like, okay. And we went to the fair before you went to work. Yep. Because uh, well, we, at, at that point, we weren't sure we were ever going to be able to make it because we had talked about going. Yeah. But pretty much uh, either you or I were working the entire time. Yep. And so I was you like... You saved the day. I did. Because I like people to have fun and I like to share things I like. Um, and I like Renaissance Ferris. I like the whole... It, here's the dichotomy, okay? Oh. Break it down for me, please. I am always super bored in period pieces anything period piece but i love renaissance fairs and i think it's because they give just enough of a fantasy element for me to believe that i'm in like you know wow you mean a fantastical setting like a like with dungeons and i don't know dragons i don't know what you're talking about you know you say that for so many things but i think you do know what i'm talking about or maybe I play it up for the microphone so that we can talk about more things. Ah, yes, more renaissanceical things. Indeed. So, uh, one of the, I have traditions when I go to Renaissance fairs. One, I like if I can, I like to try to dress up at least a couple one one or two times because I I really like costumes, and the older I get, the more I like costumes, and I don't own a lot that go very well with the Renaissance Fair. So this year, we went to the Time Travelers Weekend, and we were the Doctors. The Doctors. We were, uh, we were our own versions of the Doctors. We were both a little off. Yeah, well, we, it, we were the Doctors, the 10th and the 13th Doctors that have had a long weekend already. <laughs> very true. We got back, I think, at like 2.30 or 3. Yeah, we went to sleep at like 3. 3.30 or 4 in the morning. Yeah. Um, and so I was a goth 13th doctor with my normal hair because I didn't have a blonde wig to go with it. And we forgot your tie. <laughs> yep. I was like, he doesn't wear one. He's fine. And then I realized, oh, no, he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, Better luck next time. But we did get some cool pictures that will be up eventually, <laughs> probably with the posting of this podcast. Yes. Uh, as us with the doctors, and surprisingly, uh, so the Renaissance Fair has different themed weekends, and we decided time travelers because we had been building the costumes for them anyway. See, the one I went to, well, first of all, I never really dressed up. Uh, I just didn't have anything for it, and I didn't really have, didn't really have the group that would, would go to do that. Uh, but there weren't really any themed weekends. There might be one out of the whole thing, but they didn't really do that. So I like that this one does. Yeah. That's what I mean by, like, this one feels a little bit more elaborate for me. I I honestly don't remember if the ones in Florida did. I dressed up a couple times, but they were, like, my grandma would always make costumes, so she made me and my cousin costumes. And so what I learned is don't wear the really long dresses if there's places with things that will catch on the bottom. Because you just Which end up dragging. probably most of the fair. Well, the ones here are mostly sand. So, they, like, the bottom of your dress would get dirty, but it doesn't create a tumbleweed following behind you. Like, it was legitimately, like, pine needles and whatever just, like, 
clustered at the bottom of these like really long skirts and it was like oh my god why am i suddenly should i just like start doing cartwheels and roll in the wind and just embrace <laughs> the life that i've started to live live your life like a tumbleweed just That's keep it. rolling <laughs> no fred durst <laughs> um though one of my favorite memories of going to the renaissance fair when i was in florida was I went with my group of friends from I think the time that I'm thinking of was in middle either middle school or like early high school and so we were a very odd group which included uh my friend Matt and his mother because they were both like super into all of that like their entire house was decorated with it he had the twirly baton things and kilts and all of that uh, and then our other friends in the group, but me and one of my friends were looking at, you know, they have so many shops and they had shops that had what were pretty much cod pieces in like, but they looked kind of like the pirate hat shape. And so my friend Matt went and put one on his head cause he thought it was a hat. And it was just like, I don't think that's for that <clears throat> head. <laughs> and it was one of my first naughty jokes in my life and I was very proud <laughs> I was just thinking back I think it may have been the first time I went to the Renaissance well we just call it, it was the Renaissance Festival uh, and not yield there no and so the back when we had AR accelerated reading oh, program I, I remember these I was the champion of that and I remember when I was in third grade, uh, that year, what the theme was medieval times. And I remember looking back, I'm like, what was I thinking? Uh, we had one day that was like the theme day where everyone could dress up for however. Like one year was pirates and I had like a little pirate outfit for that. But for that, like everyone had armor and stuff. And I wore a Hawaiian shirt and everyone was <laughs> like, why didn't you dress up, Casey? And I said, I'm a Hawaiian page. Because I was... I thought... I thought that I was a page. And wearing a Hawaiian shirt me meant that I was a page to a knight from Hawaii. And figure <laughs> back, I'm like... I was so convinced of myself. I'm like, how is, how is no one getting this? I'm a Hawaiian page. And I think back on that, and I was like... <laughs> What a weird kid. What a weird kid little Casey was. <laughs> but it's okay because I got in the top 10 uh, and in AR that year. And unfortunately, I got chicken pox. And so I missed the last like two or three weeks of school because I had the chicken pox. And I didn't get to participate in the top 10 people's thing, which was getting to throw eggs at teachers. Who were in suits of armor. <laughs> That's interesting. I do yes. remember some for some reason we got to pie teachers for a similar reason. But I think we took a field trip that year to like keep with the theme. And so we got a trip to the Renaissance Festival. And I remember that was the first time I went. And also around that time, a little movie called A Night's Tale came out. <laughs> One of Casey's, Casey's favorites. Became obsessed. I, I think my first... Like... Uh, full like renaissance thing that I really liked that got me was The Princess Bride. 
which was just like, I wanted to be the Dread Pirate Roberts because I was already halfway there. <laughs> I just got the name already, so... All you needed was the pirate part. All you needed was Because the your last name is Roberts and you are dreadful. Yeah, you Overboard. can't see it. Overboard. She's pushing me. I am. This <laughs> podcast has gotten violent. No, this podcast has gotten to the point where we're recording it so late at night we're both in that loopy stage. I'm not loopy. I just have a personality. And this is yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what are your favorite parts of Renaissance Festivals? For people who are listening who maybe also want to know like other things you can do there. And also want to know what just happened. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, there it is again, folks. We should start a counter of how many times you say that. <laughs> just on the podcast will still be a lot. Uh, anyway, my favorite thing, or at least one of them, is the jousting. Oh, yeah, that's so fun. Especially if you're there for most of the day. Yeah. And you get to see, like, the whole performance. See, I never get to. I usually only get to go once. Well, this last time we went twice. Whoa. So yes. we just missed the morning one. Right. Uh, but the my other favorite, th- I think my favorite thing from any Renaissance Fair was a certain show, which they don't have here, uh, called the Tortuga Twins. Mm-hmm. And at first, I think it maybe started as two or three guys doing the show, and that became the joke of, like, the Tortuga Twins is, like, five guys. <laughs> uh, but it was really it was really cool, because I, I remember seeing them when I was growing up, like, the first time I went, I think. Uh, and then when I went back when I was a little bit older, like, maybe middle school, early high school, uh, I got to see them again. And went to their R-rated show and all of that. Uh, Which, the R-rated, was it a comedy show? Yeah. Those are my favorite things. Like, they're just so fun. Yeah, and so that was always the highlight of of going to those shows. And then when, in my senior year, I did Three Musketeers and played D'Artagnan. Which I saw your picture. Yes. Uh, one of the Tortuga twins was friends with one of the musketeers in the show and he was invited and came to see the show and i talked to him afterwards and i was like yeah you you guys the tortuga twins were a part of the inspiration for my character and it was this nice little full circle moment Aww, oprah yeah. would be proud oh oprah's book club approved <laughs> <laughs> oprah started or at least like from my knowledge started the full circle moment like movement. That's because her name starts with an O. That's because she has the power. So, what are your favorite things about the fair? I mean, I do love the jousting. I I really like how fun they get, and just like the storyline that they put through it. And I and the, it's it's very interesting to me to know uh, how planned out it is because you can't plan out the games. Yeah, I mean. I well at least with this one it, I felt like it probably went in the side of which not necessarily which team won but which team had the biggest audience reaction. I think mm-hmm. that they go with who which side of the which team of jousters got the most audience love and so they were they're like well if this if this team is getting all the audience love then they should win. 
Yeah, so but I, if it's like that. I mean more like how planned out. It's like okay, so whoever loses is gonna freak the f out. So we can bring it to the next set of games, where if you lose again, you freak the f out, and then whoever has like the bigger crowd gets to be the ones who slay. I guess I mean yeah. It's that, it's, it's that part that I find really interesting. Cause I'm like, how do you plan that out? Also, the girl who's Freya at the one here. It's so cool looking. Yeah, she's like a Viking lady. Yeah, she's a badass. I also really like the announcer lady. Yeah, she reminds me of... Uh, this is a bit of a deep cut. Her name... Josie is her name. From Whose Line Is It Anyway? Her voice is very oh, similar yeah. to her. Uh, she's I from was, the British... She was on a couple like of... Josie the, and the Pussycats. No. She, <laughs> she was the British lady, the very over-the-top British lady. Uh, she was on the, the UK series and then she was on a few episodes of the US versions with mm-hmm. Drew Carey and I remember seeing that her on that uh, I don't know, her voice and everything just reminded me of that but uh, it's at least the first few times I saw jousting I'm just, I was just expecting a Paul Bettany type <laughs> to give the announcements and I'm like where is instead where is Watt where is Chaucer where is Roland where is so Ulrich von Lichtenstein. Instead, you get a really cool lady talking about mathematics and Beetlejuice pants. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I did, when I was a kid and, and, and went, I was like, where's the Paul Bettany? Where's the yellow robes and the shouting? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would have been someone who would have liked to get into that kind of stuff. Because you seem like the type. Yeah, I mean... I've, stage combat. I, I've dabbled enough into it to know, like, that's not... I don't want to go that deep into that. No, that but, like, you would have had fun if it was your summer job. Oh, yeah. That kind sure. of thing. Yeah. Because Medieval Times is too far away for you to do that. Yeah. Uh, I remember getting... Learning what the word dirk was. And it's what... a, a dirk is a slightly larger dagger. Ooh. Uh, and I remember... Dagger, dagger, dagger. Yeah, so I got one of those, a wooden one, my first Renaissance trip. I do want to get something really cool from the Renaissance Fair. I just don't ever know what it is. There was a really cool curvy wooden sword that looked really curvy and cool. The one that you were looking at this time? Yes. How much was it? Did we know? Uh, I didn't... See, these <laughs> Renaissance Fairs, they like to show you things and not give you a price. Uh, when we were yeah. looking at the I mean, the crocheted little Pokemon figures, you're like, how much is it? And they're like, $45. And you're like, we must leave. <laughs> I mean, they they were very cute. But I'm, I'm very picky when it comes to what I spend my mon- money on in a lot of things, especially nowadays, just because like, I want to be more res- fiscally responsible. But I do want to find something this year just to, like, Remember it, and not just a Welsh cake, which are delicious, by the way. Mm-hmm. Spoilers, I think I might get that sword, and then maybe get you to paint it. And it just looks, it looks like a, going back to D&D again, it looks like a dark elf sword. Yeah. And it looks really cool. I'm down. I really want, so, one of the reasons I also like it is because I like making things, and I like seeing what people make. I, I like you making things. <laughs> Because I'm incapable. Um, I really want to get into making more, like, cosplay props. Because I really... So, on a slightly off topic. So, one of the things is, like, we're going to go one more time this year. 
and I really want to dress up as a witch, and I want to kind of make us, the two of us, like, two, like, kind of assassin dark magic users. I had a moment just now, breaking news on this podcast, <laughs> I, th- how cool would it be if we did something like Vox Machina? Yay. I mean, but who would you want to be? Uh, well, in the moment, I was thinking Vax. I know, but then I would be Vex, and then we have the same problem <laughs> as we had when we were the doctors walking around, is that if I hold your hand, they're going to be like, what is this? But we had a good excuse for that, which was, if we let go, we destroy the space-time continuum, so you're welcome. <laughs> Indeed. Because, like, it, it's weird to see two doctors just walking around with each other. So, I mean, the thing is, if we're Vex and Vax... It's that moment, because I heard you listening to that moment, where like he's like, and you can pretend to be my wife. And they're like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. But, I don't know, it could be... Because I don't want to be Keyleth or Pike. No, you are... You are Vex, and there's no substitutions. Vexalia. Um, I would be down, but we don't have the stuff for that this year. No. Because there were a lot. if our budget is too... If our budget is too tight, I could just go as Dungeon Master Matt Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Just get a luscious, long-haired wig. Or just use the Kylo Ren wig that's over there that we already have. I have, oh, I have a, a black cape with a hood already. Wonderful. And I have a sword if you want. So, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, uh, and pretty much my reason for wanting to discuss the Ren Fair yeah. is they have a an environment that's very similar to conventions. Yeah. Which is people put forth a lot of effort. People that normally wouldn't go all out go all out because they feel safe enough to do that. Yeah. And I think the power of that and just seeing people uh, that, you know, if they were to do this out in considered normal society, which I don't even know if that's... That's not even a real thing. No. Uh, non... Back out in the judgmental society. Yes. It gives them courage to be themselves mm-hmm. and express themselves in very interesting ways. And because no one can tell them no. And I don't think that they should accept no when expressing themselves. But you can see people just free to do as they wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it always pleases my heart to see that, no matter what form that takes for people, just the fact that they're able to do that. And in fact, uh, when I was uh, performing at a convention, uh, I think it was either, bef- I don't remember if it was before or after, but uh, I got to see Troy Baker perform live music, and he did the song Creep by Radiohead. He did a cover of that. And uh, later he was doing autographs and, and stuff, and I didn't go because I was like, I feel like I this is more personal to him. Mm-hmm. Like getting to being able to watch him perform his music, I think is more valuable on a human level than getting him to just take a picture and sign an autograph or something. Also, it was a lot cheaper because this was free to watch him play his music. But And I was also dressed as a Troy Baker character. I was Delson Rowe from Infamous Second Son. But the point is, he was he was playing Creep, and near the end of it, he paused and, and he said, 
he was talking about how he started doing the song at cons because this is a place where everyone belongs. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about... And he was, like, choking up. He was crying, too. Uh, and it it was very emotional. Uh, but that's... I get the same thing from Ren Fairs and mm-hmm. Ren Festivals. It It's a place where everyone belongs. And if you feel like a misfit, you can let that... Let your misfit flag fly yeah. loud and proud. And so it's always a good thing. It's always a positive thing for us as fellow human beings to have a place where we can go where you can just be free to be yourself. I agree. That was very well said, Casey. Yes. I feel like I need to make some sort of joke, like a, f- a fart noise or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I accept you for who you are. You are free to be you and your fart noises. Yes. Uh, um, the couple things that I still wanted to bring up, which are a little bit more lighthearted, were that um, a lot of the things that I really like about Renaissance Fairs is just getting to see people do the things that they're passionate about. And so whether that's, like, the performers, like, we always go and see the washing well wenches or whatever, um, because, like, I I think it's so cool that they're having that fun and they're just doing that all the time. And that's their full-time job, like, is just going and doing this. And you have people who are making all these things. And I love browsing the shops. And we saw some really cool, like, D20s and, like, all this other kind of thing. But, like this is what the people do for a living. Like, this is... They found something they really liked doing, and now they travel around with this fair, and they do it. That's so cool. I... And I also, like... Casey's not into it. I don't know a whole lot of people who are into it, but I really love going to the tarot card readers, and I just... Whether or not, you know, they're good at it or not, which I really like the ladies that I've met, um, at specifically this Renaissance Fair, I always have great conversations with them no matter what because they're s- they create an atmosphere of like openness. Do you know what I mean? Because they're like, you came to me, so you're you know open to talking about all this kind of like mysticism stuff, and it's really cool. Like, I really enjoy those conversations because it's all about like energies and just like being with the world. And that appeals to my mystic side. And so I really... Are you saying you're team mystic? All day, every day, <laughs> every which way. <laughs> Cover girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing was, I think we've talked about this before. And Why it, do I always have to get slapped whenever you have an idea or I'm, need to talk about I'm something? I'm sorry, because I need to accentuate my point, and you're right there. You redefine the term knee slapper. <laughs> <laughs> um, the So, just on a ta- the tangent of conventions, because I haven't been to that many. Um, you've, you performed at Anime Expo, right? At some point, yes. Do you know which one? What year? I don't. It had to have been maybe 2015 or 2016. Was it a year where the Dragon Ball Z movie came out? Uh, I don't think so. Or was it a year where the other performers there were 
the dance troupe who dressed up like Attack on Titan? I'm not sure. I mean, maybe I didn't. Maybe that was the one we didn't do. I feel like I did, but maybe that was the one I couldn't do. I don't remember, to be oh, honest. Because I was trying to see if we were there at the same time. I know. You've tried, and I don't think so, but... Because it... that was also when I started listening to Critical Role, and it would have been interesting. Mm. <sighs> what could have and possibly still might have been. <laughs> hey, it happened eventually. Not uh, that long after. Indeed. 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 And now you're catching up on Critical Role. But Ren Fairs, also do the big swing. Yes, that is your tradition. I love the big swing. It's so fun. I love swings. I know. They're so fun. I I can only do swings for so long before I get a headache. But um, the big swing is really fun, and usually the guys who are pushing it are super super nice. Though I am very curious now, there was the dragon that you could sit in that was like the boat. kind of want to try it now. So maybe we go on the dragon? <laughs> Can we ride the dragon? Can we ride the dragon, Casey? Insert joke about Jon Snow riding a dragon here. Oh, gosh. I did just post a picture as Daenerys Targaryen. You did? Yeah. I like costumes. No. No. <laughs> um, speaking of costumes, I, I really think like the Ren Fair and dressing up as the doctors and all of that really just makes me want to do more of it, which is why like I'm so determined to dress up like more for the last day that we're going to go this year. And just in general, do more of it. Like Renaissance Fairs inspire me to do that. Just because you see these people with these elaborate costumes and you're like, it's so cool. Yeah. So that's going to be the question I'm going to pose to you. Also, side note, I just had an interior giggle when I noticed that your your screen for your mic is a dragon pad, <laughs> appropriately. Uh, but that's the question I would pose to you all when you, when you leave comments and reviews on our podcasts. Uh, that and when you, you tweet. Yes. Tweet, tweet. When you should uh, let us know what costumes you think we should do. Like one of the ones I want to do is uh, Geralt and Yennefer because you look very much like Yennefer, and maybe through some magic we can make me attempt to look like Geralt. Oh, but yeah. hey, if Matt Mercer can look like Geralt, then you're fine. Yep. So uh, let us know what you have done or want to do with costumes if that's something that you're interested in and i i'm always curious i always like to know like what sort of type of actor i am or what characters i can people see me playing and so i'd like to extend that to costumes like you're like oh you guys would look cool as this you would look cool as like a hot dog and a soda or like whatever <laughs> but you know i'm just curious Oh, I'd like to know what you guys think, too. Yeah. We have a list of costumes that we want to do together that eventually we will get towards all of them. It takes time to make costumes, and it takes money to buy them. So. Yep. And when only half of our group here is craftily talented, <laughs> it makes things more difficult and more drawn out. Yeah. And I just, to be honest, I needed, like, at least, like, a week or two break from having to make, like, 
five costumes. <laughs> but that's that's another one of my favorite things about uh, conventions and specifically Ren fairs is getting to see people's skills and talents in other areas because I mean with the the shows there it's a lot of variety shows like yeah. fire swallowers uh, the whip guy the the whip guy there's jugglers uh, all sorts of there's men handing you leaks yep and then you getting punished for it <laughs> there's all sorts of special talents and and just the craftsmanship that people have like there are so many forms of art mm-hmm. in every sense of the word there are people who like are masters of different kinds of salts honeys there's the people who make like fairy and there's art wings. to that yeah and no that's what I mean like it's so many different kinds there's fairy wings there's and it reminds me how metal many spiders how few arts that I excel in and so whenever it's a side of an art that I don't excel in I appreciate it and I like seeing it uh, like I cannot draw or paint or do any of the sort and I grew up like Casey grew up fully like the acting side it feels like and I grew up completely immersing myself in anything artistic yeah I that I was always I did everything if I if it were possible to fail art class in elementary school I would have and ever that's always where I struggled with was the craft and so in college when I had to do some uh woodwork and and do some crafting things i was i embraced my own self as the butt of the joke uh we had to make birdhouses and at one point i tried to uh take a shortcut and take a plank of wood and uh i like nailed it to the bottom and i was like all right and then i'm just gonna saw the bottom part off but everyone (laughs) joked they're like are what are you doing? And I was like, I'm building a bird bowling alley. Because <laughs> there was this long plank at the bottom and it just looked like a bowling lane. I'm like, I'm not done yet. <laughs> but uh, when we, I remember when we had our midterm interviews with our teacher. He, interviews? Wow. Yeah, it was it was legit. And because the the head of the theater department was the world's biggest techie, and that's what he cared about. The theater department only cared about the production side, and that is My not... My s- school's entirely of the opposite. Yes, I wish, and that's why I moved here. But I... He was just trying not to laugh at me when... When we had our interviews, I was just like, look, this is not my cup of tea at all. And there's, I felt like there were all these expectations, and I'm just like, I did not. Ugh. But there was one, there's one piece of art that I feel like I did a pretty bang up job, which was a canvas. We were supposed to do like the squares, you know, paint it in squares, mm-hmm. like with, with pencils, and then go back and paint it in, uh, what's the word? A scaling. Uh, and I painted the the logo for Mad Men because I was really into Mad Men, and it actually looked okay. And so it's in my parents' garage now. So it's the one and only piece of art that you'll ever find. You can buy it off of me for one million dollars, <laughs> going once, 
going twice, sold to whoever listened to this episode and is making a fool of themselves by having an auction for themselves. Because <laughs> now you owe Casey $1 million. Yep. Please provide us with your mailing address and where... Banking information. Yes. To make your purchase complete. If you are 18 years and younger, please get a parent's permission. Can I give uh, the podcast man a million dollars? No. Well, we tried. <laughs> um, Anything else you would like to add about the rentastical nature of Ren Fairs? Give it a shot, because I feel like there's, especially when you look at like media's portrayals of Ren Fairs, they make you feel like it's like this. So this is gonna sound weird. They make you feel like it's this nerdy thing to be ashamed of. When really, it's just a bunch of people having a grand old time and not giving a crap what the world outside of the gates feel. Although you did just remind me of one of my favorite videos of all time, which is the uh, bad lip reading of Game of Thrones, and they treat it... It was the only bad lip reading video to actually have a plot, mm-hmm. uh, or at least try to, and it was them like opening a, a Ren fair, and it's hilarious, and I think about it every time... And now you reminded me again. You need to show me that then. You haven't seen it? I don't think You I might have. have. But either way, yes, you should all, all should see it if you have not. But I digress. I yes. Just <laughs> had to get the other. So I feel like Ren Fairs are one of those things where people are like, oh, yeah, I want to go. But then you don't actually do it. You should. You should really do it. And just like it's, it's one weekend. It's usually open for like a good portion of the day you don't have to spend the whole day there to get like what you need out of it if you don't like it you know you had fun it's like i don't know 45 dollars yeah depending i mean we got a we got a good deal and so ours ended up being two tickets for the price of one so (laughs) yes but i mean like here's the thing if you go there and you spend an hour you spent a dollar for a minute and had a decent time do you know what i mean if you spend longer than that, it's it's well worth the time. Are you saying that you can spend your time wisely to get your money's worth? Yes. And wear sunscreen. Yes. <laughs> this is why you are the queen. <laughs> Not only because you are brilliant with brilliant ideas, but also because you need to be in the shade. Yes. I must be fanned. I must be kept at a cool 75 degrees and partly cloudy at all times. Indeed. But and you know... Yes? Oh, uh, no, you were no. going to say something? You can go first. I was just going to say, and that is what we think of Renaissance fairs. Indeed, good sir. Mmm. Verily. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Obviously, this... Should be a good port play. Bleh. Oh my god! Wow, when I am the articulate one, that means it's time to stop podcasting. Indeed, it is. Hopefully, you had fun with this episode. Sometimes we really like to indulge in our specifically, like specific nerdy sides with things like Renaissance fairs, pish posh, hog wallop, Hogwarts. No, I thought we were going there. Okay. <laughs> By the way, yeah. I'm still pissed I never got my letter for that. Well, you know, 
Maybe there's just like a backlog because they had a war. <laughs> got lost the t- in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the owl got turned around around Albuquerque and just kind of couldn't get make it all the way through. Oh, boy. Anyway, yep. I think that's enough for this week. Yep. Uh, again, I am Amory by the Sea on any and all social medias. I am Case Crusader on all of the things. And you can talk at us anytime with hashtag talk nerdy to me, baby. And you can even use your hashtags when you're at a Renaissance festival. Dare I say? For what? No, I'm saying they could they could use the hashtag while they're at the Ren Fair. You can. You could tag us in your pictures from the Renaissance Fair where you attend. Or See? your pictures of your costumes in general. Because I really like pictures of costumes. Yeah. Send them. Send them, and we are going to try to go recharge our brains because it's still been a very, very, very long time since either of us had actual sleep. Oh, I guess that you are saying after all that we're in the end game now. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. foreshadowing. Next week. Oh. Goodbye. Goodbye.